Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. You guys are getting a two-for-one today, so strap in. Um, yeah, man, we're going to have some fun with this one. We are gonna. This has been a topic that's been burning in the in the very re darkest recesses of my soul today because I've I understand and I've said this before that a lot of times when I'm counseling and talking to you guys, I'm leading you through things I've already made mistakes with in my life or that I'm currently going through. Sometimes I'm talking to myself on these podcasts. So I don't want you to think that this comes from a place of moral perfection. I don't want you to think that this comes from a place of, well, I've never messed up like you're messing up right now. Like, dude, I promise you that I've probably made the same mistakes that you're making just way more aggressively. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. I don't know how many people listening on this call have been charged with eight felonies at, in a night, but that's that's me right here, man. And I'm, I'm, I'll wear that on my sleeve. I don't care. I just want other people to know I ain't perfect, man. I've made a lot of mistakes. Made a lot of mistakes. We beat the case, by the way. But we made a lot of mistakes. So this doesn't come from a place of arrogance or moral high ground. This comes from a place of please listen to me so you don't make the same mistakes I made. Because... I don't know how I'm not dead or in jail. I'm very thankful that I'm not dead or in jail. Uh, and it's by the grace of God and God alone and, and his hand in my life that I'm not. But this is what I want to talk about today. Alcohol, partying, casual sex, and drugs. Ooh, yeah, here we go, baby. Alcohol, partying, casual sex, and drugs. I don't know of a single person ever. I've met people from all walks of life. I've partied with them all from multi-millionaires to college kids to high school to this to that uh, my, in my walk of life. I've never met anybody that parties to excess and drinks alcohol to excess and takes drugs and has a bunch of casual sex that is happy or fulfilled. Not one. So if you're listening to this and you're going out multiple times a week, if you're listening to this and you're blacking out multiple times a month, if you're listening to this and you're up until three or four or five or six o'clock in the morning partying, if you're listening to this and you actively take recreational drugs, and yeah, I'm also talking about weed. Listen, I'll be real with you. Every once in a while, I have a little bit of weed. I'll chill out have a little bit of weed, smoke a cigar. You know, I have a cigar every once in a while. I'll, I'll be the first, and maybe I got to look at getting rid of those things in my life too. But if you're smoking weed almost every single day, if you're drinking almost every single day, if you're partying several times a week, if you're blacking out several times a month, if you're doing blow, I'm telling you right now, there is something in your soul that is sick. There's something sick in your soul. There's something, yeah, I'll be the first one to tell you, there's something wrong with you and that you're using all of these things as an escape. If you're having casual sex, yo, guys, you think that you, you think that bagging a bunch of women is cool? You're a loser. You're a loser. I'm going to be the first one to tell you there's nothing cool about having sex with a bunch of women. Ladies, there is absolutely nothing empowering about giving your body away and then having to have 
a bunch of STD tests and abortions. There's nothing empowering about that. If you think that having an abortion or a bunch of casual sex is empowering, your mind is sick, twisted, and darkened. I'm keeping it real today. <laughs> yeah, my body, my choice. No, idiot. If it was your body and your choice, you wouldn't be a, a, a sperm depository, okay? You would be saving yourself for somebody that you love and trust and that you're ready to commit to. But you're not ready to have that conversation yet because society tells you that, like, do you realize that, like, if I'm a woman, I'd be mad. I'd be like, dude, like, the only currency I recognize and, 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 and value is sex. Like, that's how I gauge my value in society is my ability to control who I have sex with. And I'm just going to have sex with everybody and then have abortions. Like, do you guys understand like how messed up and backwards that is? Like, can you, could you imagine getting your sense of empowerment and sovereignty over the, the destruction of life in the womb? Call it what you want. It's a life form. It's snuffing out a life form. I'm not going to get into abortion today. I want to focus on casual sex, partying, drugs, and alcohol. And men, shame on you. Shame on you. Men going around impregnating women and abandoning them and just in it's just we wonder why we have all these issues we wonder why we're witnessing the destruction of the nuclear family we're wondering why everybody's sick and depressed and on 47 medications it's because you're out destroying your brains and your soul you're destroying that you understand that sex changes the chemistry of your brain you understand that cocaine changes the chemistry of your brain you understand that marijuana the devil's lettuce changes the chemistry of your brain you understand that alcohol changes the chemistry of your brain do you understand this and you wonder why you never feel normal because you're constantly dumping stimulants or depressants into your body and your brain is like, dude, what the hell is going on right now? Like, do you guys understand? And not only that, but the, the implications that it has on your soul and your spirit. You're not out there having fun. I mean, I, listen. How is this fun? I've been here. I could talk to you about this because I've done it. It's, picture, just, shh, just meditate with me here for a second. My party animal's listening. Okay, you're at an apartment. You don't even really know where you're at. I hope you're in the same city that you started your night off with. Music is still going and all of a sudden you hear, you hear footsteps in the upstairs apartment. It's the neighbors getting ready for work. The sun's coming through the blinds. Okay, sun's coming through the blinds. The birds are chirping. Oh, you haven't slept. <laughs> You're doing a lot of this, probably got a nosebleed. Your mouth is dry. Your eyes are bloodshot. And then the anxiety sets in. I literally almost just got nauseous. Ugh. How, why are you doing that to yourself? Do you understand when you do drugs, and you, and you drink a bunch of booze, you're borrowing happiness from the next day and it has a 27% interest rate. That loan has a 27% interest rate. Screw it, it has a 50% interest rate on that loan. You're, 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 
you know what you're doing? Speaking of abortion, you're aborting the person that you were supposed to be the next day. How about, ooh, that's good. You're aborting the person that you were supposed to be the next day. You're killing the person that you were supposed to be the next day. You're useless. You're hungover. You're foggy mentally. And chances are, to make yourself feel better, you're going to go right back to the bag or right back to the bottle. You ever rolled over in the morning and looked at the person next to you and you don't even know who they are? That's a problem. That's a problem. Well, I wanted to feel something. I wanted to feel, I wanted to feel connection. I wanted to feel, you're, you're, it's like you're giving parts of your soul away. You're giving parts of your mind and your spirit away that you'll never recover again, at least not for a long time. Like they said, one of my favorite sayings is that trust is gained in droplets and lost in buckets. It's like, imagine your soul, like the reserves of a healthy soul, man. You lose that in buckets and you gain it back in drops. Every time you get high, every time you get drunk, every time you have sex with somebody that you don't even know their last name or even their first name, you're dumped out a bucket of soul fuel, of spirit. And it takes little droplets over time to get all of that back. That's why everybody's on on depressants or antidepressants that's why everybody has to be on ADD on, on meds for ADHD and ADD like you think it's normal for everybody to be walking around being heavily medicated it's because your brain chemistry can't regulate itself because you're messing it up every night man wake up drink some damn water <laughs> but some of y'all gotta chill out you're aborting the person that you were supposed to be the next day, which basically means you're aborting your dreams. You're aborting your goals, or at least you're severely delaying them. Again, I don't know a single person. Like, you know what I used to do? I used to watch The Wolf of Wall Street, and then I would turn it off when his, when his life started to fall apart. And I thought like, man, I can live that kind of lifestyle because I would just shut off every all the negative things that happened to him afterwards, man. Like, watch the whole movie through, and it tells a lesson. This is what happens when you don't live correctly. This is what happens when you don't live the right way. So how can you get out of this? I'm going to tell you and I'm going to keep it super real with you. And it's interesting. The last time I said this, I filmed for five minutes and it shut off mysteriously. I'm going to tell you the first place you need to turn and that's to Jesus. That's to Jesus. I'm not pulling punches on this podcast anymore and trying to appeal to a bunch of different beliefs. I'll be sympathetic of what you believe. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be right there. I'll support you. I'll love you, but I got to keep it real. And I got to tell you like it is. And I'll tell you what, right now, there's nothing outside of God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit that's going to save or change your life. You're always going to feel empty. People try to seek fulfillment everywhere else, except for a relationship with God. And they wonder why they got to be on 406 medications and bang a different person every other night to feel something. Like when you get your, when you get your, fulfillment from a relationship with God, man, your whole life will change. Your whole life will change. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys something very, I'm going to be really real with you guys right now. And I, I told this story to my team yesterday for the first time. Listen to me. I've made, this is not a flex because I'm going to put myself down here in a second. Uh, I'm 29 years old. I've made six figures every single year since I was 21. I've won every award conceivable. I've been top regional general agent, top master general agent. I've been in the spotlight, our company magazine for agent, supervising agent, general agent, master general agent, regional general agent, coaches award, MVP, legacy award. 
promoted three top, 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 promoted three regional general agents, 15 master general agents, just things that a lot of people haven't done in their careers between 21 and 29 years old. My first year in this business, I made over six figures. Second year, I made over 300,000. Fourth year, 300,000. Third and fourth year, 300,000. Fifth and sixth year, $500,000. And I'll tell you what, at the end of my sixth year, I had nothing to show for it. Couple grand, no investments, no savings, debt. And it was because I was partying constantly. I was being unfaithful to who is now my wife, who back then was, was my fiance, my girlfriend, being unfaithful. I was abusing drugs every day, every single day. I was getting drunk every single night. Like I, there, I can't think, I was probably not sober more times than I was sober. And at the end of the day, I didn't have a sex addiction issue. I didn't have a drug or alcohol abuse issue. What I had was I had a lack of God issue in my life. I had a lack of God issue. And I'm not saying that, you know, 12-step programs don't work because I've seen them work wonderfully for some people. And I'm not saying that, uh, you, know, alcohol, you know, rehab and counseling work. But I'm trying to say that, that if you do all those, if you try to fill that hole without God, you're just, you're never going to fill that hole. So what I told my team was, is about a year and a half ago, I finally got right with God. I finally got right with God and I gave up a lot of things in my life. I wasn't perfect. I still made mistakes and I'm still making mistakes to this day. But as soon as I got right and committed to my, my life to God, I'm not saying that God's motive or anything like that is to, is to bless us financially. But I will tell you full transparency is that once I got right with God, I made my first million dollars in the market in nine months. And now... By the end of this week, I'll probably be worth over $3.5 million liquid at 29 years old. That's liquid. Like it, like I could pull that money out and, and put it in my pocket. I'm not saying that to brag or boast. I, I, and the other thing is, is not only is the money there, but the impact is there. I'm watching people's lives literally change before my eyes. Former addicts come in here and within a couple of months, they got clean credit, clean, clean spirit, buying cars, 50 grand in their bank accounts that, you know, a year and a half ago, these people were dying in a Papa John's. <laughs> I don't mention any names, but if he's listening to this, he's going to get a kick out of it. I'm watching people literally change their lives, their marriages, their relationships. They're becoming better fathers, better husbands, better wives, better brothers, better sisters, better parents, better, better, better sons and daughters. And it's, and it's because I made a change and I made a commitment to God. And that as soon as I made that commitment to God, I watched my life change financially. I watched my relationship change with my wife. I watched relationships change around me. And I've realized that, you know, at the end of the day that I'm finally practicing what I've preached for so long and I'm watching it have a massive impact around those around me. Again, this has nothing to do with me. I'm just a vessel. Take me out of the picture and God will replace me with probably somebody better suited for the job. All I'm saying here is that when you replace these things in your life with God, when you stop seeking fulfillment in casual sex, alcohol, drug abuse, and partying, your whole life will change. Here's the thing, man. Listen to me. 
Everybody, I see all these people. You're out, you're praying, you're posting scripture, you're doing this, you're, you're, you're praying and you're asking God for a major miracle in your life. You're asking for God to move in your life. You're asking for God to change your business. You're asking for God to help you with your finances. You're asking, people are so anxious to change their circumstances, but are unwilling to change themselves. You're trying to pull God along. You're trying to rush God. And God's like, no, 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 no. He's trying to get you to develop. He's trying to get you to improve your character. God's pace is peace. And God's not going to give you a gift that's going to harm you. God is not, let me say that again. God's not going to give you a gift that's going to harm you. You know why you're not making the money you think you should be making right now despite working hard? Because your freaking character couldn't handle it. Because if God gave you the money that you think that you should be making right now and the success that you think you should be having in business right now, I'll tell you what will happen. It will end up up your nostril and on strip club floors. God is not giving you the child that you've been praying about because your relationship with your spouse isn't ready to handle it. Your guys' character isn't strong enough to handle a child and chances are that child would probably destroy your marriage. God's not... God's not giving you that person that you've been looking for. God's not giving you that spouse, that, that boyfriend, that girlfriend, that fiance, that future partner that you've been looking for and seeking for because you know what? Your character isn't freaking ready to handle it yet because if that person met you right now, they'd be repulsed by some of the things they see in you. Well, I thought they were supposed to love me for who I am. Well, you want a man of character? You want a woman of character? You want a man or a woman of character and you're doing some of the things behind the scenes and in the dark that you don't think anybody else notices, that person's going to sniff that out and they're going to run for the hills. And listen, if you are doing the right things, if your character is mostly pure, if you are, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. You've got to wait on God's timing and have faith, man. You've got to have some damn faith. Joseph in the Bible started having visions about his brothers and, and mother kneeling in front of him when he was 13 years old. It took 17 more years. It took Noah 100 years to build the ark. God said, I'm going to flood the earth, gave him 100 years. Like, you got to understand that there's a reason why. And, and look at David. Like, look at what David, King David had to go through, man. Like, for him to be the king, he had to go through a maturation process. God is waiting on your maturity and your character. And what you're doing is you're nerfing your damn character and you're nerfing and stunting your growth and maturity with drugs, alcohol, casual sex, and partying. Everything you want is on the other side of this Mariana Trench that's massive. That's your, your character flaws, deflects, defects, and your vices. And until you fill that trench or until you learn to build a bridge across it, you're not going to see any vertical growth in your life because you're still building your foundation. But a lot of you are instead of digging into the ground and building up walls, supporting walls, you're just filling that ground with dirt. You're filling that hole with dirt. When you should be digging downwards and laterally, to expand that foundation, which is your character and your maturity. God isn't giving you the things that you're asking for in your life because you ain't freaking ready for it yet because it would kill you. Some of y'all right now, if I gave you, if, if God gave you a million dollars, it would kill you. It would kill you. You'd OD. You'd OD or you'd take your car at three o'clock in the morning, hammered off your face and drive it 80 miles an hour into a telephone pole. You ain't ready. 
God ain't giving you that kid because you'd probably end up in a divorce and it would traumatize that kid. I'm telling you right now, you got to listen to what I'm telling you. You got to listen to what I'm saying to you. You could be mad at me all you want. Don't shoot the messenger, man. This is coming from my spirit, my soul, my heart. I'm hoping that these words today are, are, are coming from God himself. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I feel like a mouthpiece right now. I feel like I'm I'm on fire right now because you guys need to hear this. You need to stop stop like it, what are you running from? What are you numbing? Like when's the last time you sat down and really thought about why you're doing what you're doing? When's the last time you sat down and thought like, why do I have to have a drink every single night? Why do I have to drink every time I go to lunch? Why do I have to smoke a blunt every single night? Why do I got to hit the bong every single night? Why do I got to do blow and booze every single weekend? Like, why do I got to stay out till three? Well, it's, I worked hard all week, so that's how I'm going to reward myself. That's a reward. That's a reward. That's how you express, that's how you tell yourself job well done for a good hard weeks of work is that you go out and destroy your body, your brain, and your soul. Makes sense. You're an idiot. I'm not going to pull punches here. You're an idiot. You're living like an idiot. You're stupid. You're stupid, you're immature, and you're foolish. And I'm telling you what, right now, you think you could just keep partying without any consequences? You're going to look like a lizard by the time you're 35. <laughs> you're going to look like a lizard. You guys, girls, both of you, you got that little stubborn belly fat, that little pouch that won't go away. You got to tuck into your pants. Guys, you wear oversized shirts to hide. Well, I'll tell you where that comes from. Stop drinking booze, you moron. Five days of discipline could be undone by one night of raucous, stupid partying. It's one, and if anything, I'm going to sound like your dare guy right now that came to your high school and spoke to you. If anything, you're one stupid decision away from destroying your life. You're one bag laced with fentanyl away from killing yourself. You're one night of you driving home from the club and you're the DD, but you had 16 drinks from killing a family in the opposite lane and your friends and maiming yourself. You're one stupid decision away. And every time you go out and drink to excess or party, you're playing, you're tempting fate. You're tempting the consequences. Every time you have casual sex, you're one you're one hookup away from an STD. You're one hookup away from an unwanted pregnancy. And then you're going to blame it on governors and the government in Texas, right? For your stupid ass decisions. How about you take some accountability for yourself and what you do with your body? Huh? How about my body, my choice, my body? I'm not going to go out and bang everybody. Huh? How about I'm going to delete all these hookup apps? these cancerous societal just methods of, of just casual sex and just like commit on growing myself and making myself better and seeking a part like you you really think like you're gonna meet the i got lucky i met my wife on tinder but you really think that you're gonna meet the love of your life on a on an app designed for sex you're stupid but hey the good news is like i said find god man find god and when you're ready God's going to bless you 10 times bigger than what you thought. Like, I've been so blessed recently, I can't even tell you. Like, you guys, go ahead and call my wife and ask her the things in our life that we've seen begin to happen recently. Just in the past 60 days of really committing to Jesus, really committing to God, beginning to tithe 10%, more than 10%, and donate, donate our time and our energy and volunteering at Sunday school with the kids and volunteering to pick up trash and, and like I said, giving money and all this stuff. You know, what the Bible says when you give, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing and, and do it in secret, do it in the dark, and that's what's done, that what's, 
what is done in the secret and in the dark will be rewarded in the light. I'm not saying any of these things to, to, to glorify myself. I'm letting you know that if you start doing these things, you're going to see a major change in your life. But we don't do those things because we want to see a change. Selfishly, we do those things because we want to see a change in others. I think a lot of your friends could benefit from hearing this. So I hope you guys share this one. This is Mike Russell signing off.